Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Don't suck smoker dick. Okay, there we go. (laughs) That's all I can tell you. So it was like a porcupine is going down on me and I was so close to coming and then he'd finally get like, get me on the edge and then he'd swipe, you know, he'd swipe left or right with his face (laughs) in just the slightest uh, turn and my fucking clit would be scratched not letting me be the dirty little slut that I want to be or even masturbate. Oh my God, can you imagine? I would think that's so freaking hot. I'm adding this. I'm officially, officially adding this to my sex bucket list. Oh, see, that's the ultimate tease. And I always used to say I didn't like being teased. And I really don't, but I think there's something about it I do like. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, please lock me up. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla. Well, happy Tuesday. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. I actually had a really good week. I'm getting pretty settled now, getting through all my boxes, you know, trying to figure out where everything goes in my new space. You know, you had it all organized one way. Now you got to try to rework where everything is going to go in a different space. And it ends up just being a little different. So I was felt like I'd put a lot of hard work in and I finally sat down and I was going to reward myself with watching a little TV. Now, mind you, I do not. I'm not a TV watcher. I just don't watch TV very often. So I thought, well, let's check out Netflix or Prime or, you know, maybe catch a series that since I don't get on there very often, it's nice because when I get back on, usually something I was watching, binge watch or something is now they have the next season out. So I get on and... I turned my TV on for the first time. I realized the screen was cracked in moving. I don't know when it happened. You know, if the movers did it and just didn't mention it or (laughs) it happened in the pod. Oh, I tell you, it really looked like it looks like probably just an innocent mistake. It looks like the pods were packed very tightly and that something just put too much pressure on it. And it just, you know, caught the edge and now the screen looks like this. It almost looks like a tree. It looks like it looks very like artsy when you turn it on. I'm like, huh, it's kind of interesting the way it cracked. And now the effect that I'm having, this is like some new art form. I'm thinking like, you know, I, I stared at it. I actually left it on like a screensaver. I'm like, well, that's kind of very interesting. It looks like a really pretty tree. <laughs> So I now have to shop for a new TV. Damn it. Anyway, and I just got this one. Since I'm not much of a TV watcher, it takes me a while before I finally upgrade. I'm sure there's many of you that just like you have to watch your sports, you have to watch things and they have to look just right. Well, I'm just not that way about my TVs. So I was all excited when I got this new one back in I think at Thanksgiving, it was around Thanksgiving when they were having a bunch of sales. I just thought, oh, fuck it. Why not get a new one? So I did. 
And of course, now replacing it exactly is going to be more expensive because it's not on sale like it was at Thanksgiving, Black Friday or whatever the heck it was. Something Thursday, Thrifty Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not usually like, I don't follow that stuff. I don't go crazy and go do all my shopping. And anyway, so I, yes, I have a damaged TV. That was quite a bummer for me. But uh, anyway, so I, if anybody's got any suggestions, you know, like a real good, just solid sort of not too expensive, but I don't need to be on the cheap end, but not too expensive. I just, I don't watch that much TV. Clearly it's the first time I've turned it on in, I don't know, three, four weeks. So anybody's got any suggestions? I know there's little male listeners out there. Go ahead, send that in to me. I would love to know what your thoughts are. Okay. I got a really fun email here. I love this. I want to read this. Um, see, this, it starts with, ugh, I broke the first rule. Played on the first meat. Bad, bad, bad. Ever tasted a cock that tasted like cigarettes? Lesson 100% learned. At least I did not fuck him, but he gave me oral. Really, really, really bad oral. I didn't know it could be that bad. So yes, guys, you can give bad oral. It actually hurt. I made him stop. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, this cracks me up because you know I've been talking about ugly fucking and how that just, it happens. Ugly fucking happens. You can ugly fuck and then you're trapped. And I actually, this came up with someone, gosh, who was I talking to? I just think one of the guys I'm, oh yeah, one of the guys I'm talking to, he just kept, you know, he, he's trying to push me past my comfort zone on, you know, what I do with my, my process, right? You know, the meet and greets and all that. Well, there's a reason for that. And so I've learned this lesson. So to this person that emailed in, yes, like I totally get it. I cannot say though, this is a new one on me that you have sucked a guy's dick and it tasted like cigarettes. That is crazy. Obviously, is he a smoker? I mean, like that's the only, I would think so. <laughs> Don't suck smoker dick. Okay. There we go. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. And I'm sorry to discriminate any, against anyone that smokes, but my goodness, if it was if it was that bad, just don't go suck and smoke her dick unless you smoke. <laughs> I don't know. I've That's the first I've ever heard of it. Okay, but I can relate to the bad oral. Now, I don't know if you, if this listener actually has listened to every episode, but back in year one or two, I believe there was a guy named Burner and he had, the oral was bad because he had, he was one of those guys that had a really thick beard and he kept it short and stubbly, but just like it's that three day stubble, like wouldn't let it grow, but didn't let, anyway, so it just kept it really like razor sharp almost. And so it was like a porcupine is going down on me. And I was so close to coming. And then he'd finally get like, get me on the edge. And then he'd swipe, you know, he'd swipe left or right with his face <laughs> in just the slightest uh, turn. And my fucking clit would be scratched or, you know, my inner labia, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, what are you doing? Anyway, it was awful. I kept trying. I'm like, focus, focus, focus. It was painful. I was trying to come through the pain. Maybe that was my first indication that, you know, I kind of liked, I like the pain stuff a little bit. I don't know. 
But <laughs> this is before I started getting into the BDSM stuff. Maybe this is my prelude to it. Maybe I should thank him, you know, really. Burner was a one hit wonder. Yeah, definitely. But he was fun. He was, he was, that was a fun, we actually, that was a fun date. We went to this place called The Barrel in Sausalito. It's a really fun restaurant. And, you know, for our first date, and he was laying it on pretty heavy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were just the flirting and the kissing. And I was like, okay, you know, we, I'm all, I'm up for it. You know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, to mess around and have sex. And um, if I remember correctly, I did not come that night because once I got thrown off by the bad oral, it was like, it was all downhill. So I do feel your pain. I know what bad oral is all about. And yeah, it can be bad. So I think guys forget that they need to just sort of slow down sometimes a little bit, take their time, let it build, especially if you don't know your partner and their cues and their tells and the, you know, the way their body works, sometimes even when you're with the same person, you can be having a certain day, you're in a certain mindset where you do, you need a little bit more buildup. It's not just the, even though you're totally hot for each other and normally you could just rip each other's clothes off and start going at it. And that's very satisfying. Sometimes you need, you know, you need Well, I shouldn't say sometimes. I think predominantly women definitely do need that slower build. We're like pressure cookers. We're not like you guys. We don't just come in two minutes. (laughs) I wish that would be just, that would just be lovely. Yeah. So we need a little build up and just, yeah. I mean, guys can give bad oral and so can women. I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to just bash the guys, but definitely just to speak to this listener's email. There's more to the email, but I'm just, I really wanted to zero in on this part of it. It was like, oh yeah, I have been there. I have been there, been there, been there. So (laughs) I do know. I do know. Yeah. I think it's probably a lot harder than we realize for the opposite of sex to be satisfied with oral. I think it's less common. It's not as just green light go as we think. And I would say that's probably even for men too. I know they like different things too. So we have to kind of take our time and learn their bodies as well. But yeah, that cigarette thing, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you on that one. I don't know. I have not come across that, but that's very strange. So it makes me wonder if this person's a smoker. I mean, that's the obvious question. Is this person a smoker? And if so, maybe that's why <laughs> it tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I tell you what, I tell you what guys, I do just, I don't know. I'm, I'm this recording I'm doing, I'm, I'm actually video. It's just, it's a video because I want to test out my new iMac. Yay. I finally got that up and running. Thank God that didn't have a crack in it. Holy crap. I would have shit my pants. Oh, I would have crapped my tights on that one. That was just, that would have been a heartbreaker. I finally, finally like did my data transfer, you know, got everything I needed on here. And so I'm kind of testing it out to see how this, my new, you know, for interviews and stuff, how everything's working. But yeah, sorry, I digressed back to that. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're not going to see that guy again, the one that you broke the rule on. And I 
had this come up too again this weekend. It's very interesting that we're talking about, you know, we're kind of getting into the ugly fucking thing again because I was talking to a guy. I haven't actually, we haven't actually consummated the relationship, but we've been talking well before I left California and we had planned, we tried to kind of coordinate. We've tried to coordinate and things like that. And we haven't been able to so far, but he wanted to come out and see me and was basically like, okay, can you make, can you clear, I'm going to fly in. Can you clear your calendar? And I said, you know, and this was just based on our, our sort of hits and misses. I said, you know, I really, to be honest, I cannot, you want to come in and have a drink, but my process is, and I've said this before, like I've, I've said it, I hate repeating myself. Like when I get irritated with someone is when I have to start repeating myself. And sometimes with guys, you got to do that a little bit. They get a little excited and I do what I do for my safety first. And also, you know, for them so, it's, so that nobody wastes anybody's time, assuming nobody's got any bad intentions. Let's move to not wasting each other's time. So, you know, the process is, and I'm strict about it, is we text a little bit, just a little bit, and then let's have a phone call because I want to hear your voice. And I believe me, I've weeded out so many guys recently because of the voice. And when you start talking to them in the dialogue and you can just tell, it's like, no, 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 no. This person is not for me. And then you've got to set up a time just to meet face to face because still I've gotten to that point where, okay, everything's checking off. And then you meet face to face and there's no chemistry. Like literally, I cannot see this person putting their dick in me. I don't want their dick in me. So there's just things you need to do. And I don't want to be caught off guard by just showing up somewhere and okay, we're going to wing it and go for it. That just doesn't work. It's a bad scenario. So I don't put myself in that position and I've gotten so much, you know, I think it's maybe happened. Well, did I did the ugly fucking once and really that taught me just a huge, huge lesson. And every time I do the process and, and I can sort of eliminate somebody, I just, then I go, yes, it works. I mean, this is why I do it so that I don't end up sitting face to face with somebody that I just don't have any interest in anyway. And it ends up being a waste of my time and, and theirs too. So it's okay. We all make our mistakes. <laughs> we all, I have made plenty, but really get strict. This is the kind of stuff sometimes you need to have happen that reminds you like, yes, this is why I do what I do. This is why I insist on meeting first and all that stuff. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. I'd love some follow-up on the cigarettes, the dick that tasted like cigarettes. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. That's like, Ooh, that's the first one on me. Gotta tell you. Okay. Hey guys, did you catch, by the way, did you catch the, my last Saturday's podcast? What was that episode? Was it 212 or 211? I don't know. Anyway, it was kink in the chain. You guys, you got to check that out because this is really what I'm going to be getting into today is what I've been sort of nibbling around the edges with, or that's been really starting to turn me on recently. I've just been noticing I've, you know, I've been seeing little gifts and little things and I'm like, 
that's kind of hot. And it's been appealing to me, appealing to me. And then, you know, I did this interview with Kink in the Chain. And one of the things that we got talking about was I asked, I said, chastity play, is that hot? Not hot? What do you think? And the one of the hosts, Rope Squirrel, he is totally into it. And he t- said, told me some things. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. That was so, it's hot. So, okay. Let me get into this. I have lately, I mean, I have just been thinking and fantasizing like I can't even believe like it's not a far stretch, but I don't know. And I don't know why I'm so blown away by it that I would would find this interesting. But now I'm finding like, you know, chastity play like hot someone not. I've always thought it was hot for the guy, you know, (laughs) I you know, if I switch into that mode and I and I and I want to be dominant and I don't want to be submissive to be able to control that aspect of somebody's sexuality is hot. It's exciting. It's, it, there's a lot of power to it. You are entrusted with a lot. And I never thought that the converse would be appealing to me. Well, all of a sudden, I'm just like so turned on at the thought of a guy that I'm seeing controlling that and like not letting me be the dirty little slut that I want to be or even masturbate. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Like I thought about that. I'm like, I won't even be able to masturbate. This is terrible. But something about it is just so fucking hot. Like, because he knows I'm just, just this slutty little bitch in heat that cannot be trusted. And so, you know, he's got to lock me up. He's got to lock up my genitals (laughs) and he has the key and he controls it. And there can be a remote lockbox that he can open and, you know, I can have to put the key in there. You know, we could be like video conferencing. I got to put the key, you know, he has to see it's on. I got to put the key in there, lock it up. And then when he says, I can play with someone else than I can, or I can masturbate or whatever. Obviously there'd be times where, you know, you'd have to, I mean, like today, for example, I did some volunteer work this morning, bright and early. Yuck. I hate getting up super early, but I did. Uh, (laughs) It's like, I had to get up at like five in the morning, but getting, going out and doing certain things like, you know, if I, you know, when I want to go exercise and go to the gym. Yeah. No, I don't want that shit on me. I don't want this chastity belt over my vagina. Could you imagine? I'd be chafing all over the place. Owie, that would not be good. But um, I'd have to load that thing up with glide stick. See, any long distance runners out there, you know what I'm talking about. Glide stick, baby. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) And I never had to use it for my private parts. It was really just like my sports bra chafing me right underneath my boobs, like right across my midsection of my breastbone there. It would just something about it would like, fuck, I would get raw. But I used to do a lot. I used to do a lot of high mileage. So anyhow, yes, I would think that's so freaking hot. I'm adding this. I'm officially, officially adding this to my sex bucket list. This is something I want to try. I want good news. Strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast dot com and click on be on the show experiment with. Now, here's the problem. Who am I going to do this with? This isn't a casual thing because in my mind, 
you guys know me when I build something up in my head, it's like, it has to be a certain way. I'm very persnickety. So (laughs) I want it to be with somebody that I get off on that head game with that I'm bonded to linked to. It's probably going to have to be a dominant if I, you know, if I find a new one and I do hope I do, that would be the best because coming from that, coming out of that type of dynamic, I mean, that's when it's the fucking hottest, just like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, like if I was being controlled like that, oh my gosh, I don't know. Something about that is just like literally literally making my head pop off. Like, I think that is so fucking hot. So sexy. Like I said, I, that's something you'd, I'd have to totally discuss it. And we'd have to set like the parameters and he would have the leeway to just sort of, if I wasn't at the gym or, you know, working out and then out doing regular stuff. If I'm not showering or working out, then I got to have that on. Or, you know, if, like I said, if I have to go do some volunteer work or something like that, if I don't want it on, but, <laughs> but I mean, seriously, can you just imagine like, oh, that to me, it's just hot. It's just so fucking hot. You got your little slutty bitch all locked up. She is dying. And then she has to either wait for you to just fuck her sideways or, oh, see, that's the ultimate tease. And I always used to say I didn't like being teased and I really don't, but I think there's something about it. I do like, (laughs) like, oh my God, please lock me up, lock my genitals up. (laughs) I don't want them on my boobs though. You can just lock up my pussy. That's like, that's what makes me the sluttiest. I think is it's that slutty little pussy It needs to be locked up. Otherwise, I'm going to go out and do naughty things and fuck strange men. (laughs) Not before they've worked through my process, though. (laughs) I do have my rules. But yeah, I just, oh my God. I just think that's so hot. I've got to start looking into this more. I want to do this. Uh, I don't know where you get one of those things. Oh, it looks expensive. (laughs) And I have to buy a new TV. (laughs) but um yeah it looks they look I don't know I have no idea I need to I think I need to like I need to ask rope scroll where where would I get one of those things I know he he, obviously he's not a female but I'm sure I'm sure he would know and again I just want to I really want to if you have not listened to that episode guys I just I want to plug it because only because I felt like They have so many resources and great things that if you're a kinkster, you know, you're into BDSM or any kind of kink, really just good resources. And they've got a lot of learning materials that they've created themselves, which I actually kind of like that more than just just the generic crap you'll run across that really isn't pertinent. And it's just super, super generic. So I feel like this is the stuff that they're, the education and stuff that they're putting out is really for people that are interested in this and want to get into this. And, and I think that they can help you navigate it the, the safest and best way possible. And even if, and also 
you know, even if you have experience, just get, you know, get new fun ideas and help you be more creative with your ongoing partner or partners. So I just, I really felt like I could have talked to them much longer and hopefully I'll have them back at some point because, you know, just really, really good stuff. So do to check them out, please. So that was last Saturday's, uh, the previous, the episode previous to this. Anyway, okay. So yes, yeah, so but this is my new, this is my new hot thing that I'm like, really wanting to make happen. Although again, like I say, I think it's going to be a lot harder because I cannot just do casually with somebody that I don't take seriously. I want the full effect. I want the head game. I want the head trip. That's part of the fun about when you really start getting into certain types of kink or, you know, for me, like when I got into the BDSM and was having that dynamic, when you're having it with the right person, you get it's mental and emotional and physical and they all come together. And that mental component is so important to have because I think it's the one, I mean, really it's probably the most important, just that mental connection and respect and also the excitement and the building and all the stuff that goes along with trusting someone and getting that release of letting go of the reins and let someone else be in control. It's really hot and erotic and it just takes you places that, you know, especially for someone like me, who's this, this always is type A, you know, it's like, I always do what I want. I always, I mean, literally guys, I, I, pr- I just do what the fuck I want. And sometimes it's to the point of obnoxious, like lately, woo, <laughs> have I been obnoxious? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have been, I have been in beast mode when it comes to filtering through this list of prospects. And I mean like, but I'm brutal, like, right. I'm in just right now I'm in, I'm in this brutal male kind of masculine, non emo very non-emotional, not in touch with my emotions at all, just like a machine. And when you have someone around that breaks that because they take that pressure off you. They're like, you know what? You don't have to be this way. You don't have to be in this mode. I'm more in touch with my feminine, all the fun feminine stuff that I really like. And it's safe to do that when you have that dominant energy around. When it's not around, I revert back to my task, more taskmaster type A wound tight. This is my it's my world and you're just living in it mentality. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. And I don't like, you know what? I don't, it's just habit. Right. And so I, this is why I know like I need strong men because otherwise left to my own devices, I will, you know, I completely shift into this mode. So to me, if I was actually being controlled through chastity, that's a that's a big surrender. That's a big leap. And I would love to be able to experience that and see what that's like. And I'm starting to understand more now. If you guys remember Clark, that was, he was really into that and he's in denial and not being allowed and, you know, wearing a cock cage and just that kind of thing. And I understood why it turned him on, but I didn't quite get it all the way. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's hot. It's really hot. Like (laughs) it's 
super hot. I enjoyed, I, in, you know, I enjoyed the, the idea of it because I, as much as I could, right. Because I, I couldn't relate to it, but now I find myself like if I was with the right person, I could totally just do that. And I wouldn't want to, I think it would just be more like a kink. It's just something I practice from time to time when I needed it. It's not something that I want ongoing. I don't, I don't really see myself going down that road. I mean, you know, my thing with never, right? I'm not saying never, like I wouldn't be a total convert, but I just think it'd be fun to engage in from time to time and just add a new layer of spicy to the already five alarm chili. (laughs) So anyway, well, well, there we go. Oh, Hey guys, one more, one more reminder. Tomorrow is the second release of my guest audio erotic read for come with us podcast. So that'll be out on Wednesday. Give that a listen. I will put a link to that in the show notes. I forget which episode that is, but it might be, hmm, I forget. I forget which, which title. I know I read them the last time, but anyway, do check that out. Uh, I'd love your feedback on that. I won't lie. I definitely felt a little out of sorts trying to read something and have it sound right. (laughs) Even though it's about my, you know, it's about my experiences. It's hard. It's very hard. Like I said, just, I have so much respect for K and J, and they're the ones that do come with this podcast because it's so, they make it look effortless. They make it look like it's just so easy to do. And she just sounds so lovely and amazing and sensual and erotic. And I just felt like I wasn't bringing it. I wasn't bringing the heat, but that's okay. That's okay. I, it's just my, my first time in my new entry into something different and I really had a good time with it. And, uh, it just might spark something new in me, something different to do with the curious girl. But anyway, guys, well, I hope that I think that about wraps it up. I hope everybody is staying happy and healthy and safe. Everybody stay safe. And, uh, you know, keep it, just keep it sexy guys. Keep working on your sex lives. I'm always here for you. You know, I love to hear from you. You can email me or you can also leave me a voicemail, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite. Go ahead and go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right hand side and leave me a voicemail. You can go for up to five minutes and I promise to get back to you personally. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.